Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest edition of Ogletree Deacons podcast. My name is Colin Broderick. I'm an attorney in the Dallas office. I'm joined here by Matthew Gizzo, also an attorney in our Dallas office. Matt, you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I just want to say, Colin, thanks for uh, having me on the uh, podcast today to discuss some guns. Of course. Well, as Matt just mentioned, we are going to go over today um, what employers need to know about gun laws generally, changes to gun laws in Texas that are upcoming, and recommendations for how employers should implement policies in the workplace related to guns by looking at a case study between Texas and New York. As a fifth generation Texan and someone who was born and bred in Austin, I think it's only fitting that I do the Texas perspective. Even though you live and work here in Dallas, I take it you're not from around here, Matt. That's right, Colin. I actually am a native New Yorker and I'm here by way of New York. Uh, and I'm a New York and New Jersey licensed attorney, so I have a little bit of perspective uh, on the New York aspect of this issue. Well, great. Glad to have you here. And uh, as Lyle Levitt once said, Texas wants you anyway, even though you're not from here. So that's okay. Um, now, setting the scene here, as we know, there have been a lot of you know unfortunate active shooting incidents in workplaces around the country. There's been an uptick in those in the last several years. So we thought it would be fitting to have a podcast and let employers know kind of the general state of what's going on with gun laws in Texas and New York as a as an example and what we recommend employers uh, do as far as, as 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 far as workplace policies go. Now I'll start off with Texas. And uh, as most people from around the country probably already know, Texas loves its guns. It is definitely a Second Amendment loving state and Second Amendment rights and gun rights are a hot political litmus test for both main political parties when it comes to politics, but also culturally, there is a fundamental tradition of owning guns and hunting and generally protecting your your home and, and your loved ones by owning a gun. And one of the fundamental aspects of that in Texas is uh, Texas allows the open carry of long guns or uh, rifles as we, as we know them. Um, it might surprise some people, but you can walk around in public carrying a rifle and, uh, and that's perfectly legal. Um, the only time that that is not permissible is when a specific premises or business posts a sign that says you cannot. We also allow the concealed carry of guns and the open carry of, excuse me, concealed carry of handguns and the open carry of handguns. But until recently, you had to have a concealed carry permit, which involved a safety course and and other classes to teach you how to own and operate a, a gun safely. But one of the changes that we want to make sure to mention is in the 2021 Texas legislative session, 
the legislature passed a law that allows what supporters call constitutional carry. And uh, Governor Abbott signed that law in shortly following the legislative session. And what constitutional carry does is it does away with the concealed carry license requirement for carrying a handgun, and except for, you know, most felons uh, who would still need a permit, uh, any citizen can carry a handgun uh, on their person or in their car or wherever openly or concealing it. This might surprise some people, but this is the current state of many gun laws around the country. There is a movement to loosen gun laws. And so we need to respond to that by being aware of the changes and potentially implementing policies to mitigate any potential risk with people owning guns and carrying guns onto our premises. Now, just to be clear, even with the constitutional carry, someone still has to undergo a background check to buy a gun. So there is that measure still in place. Now, Texas loves its guns, and we are doing everything we can to loosen our gun laws in the state. Matt, I take it New York has a different perspective. That's right, Colin. The perspective in New York, some would say it's radically different than that down here in Texas. New York has been at the forefront of some of the strictest laws we've seen in the United States, and even Governor Cuomo has been quoted as saying, New York has the toughest and strongest uh, gun laws in the U.S., particularly in the advent of his uh, 2013 signing of the New York Safe Ammunition and Firearms Enforcement Act. So we really go in a different direction. In order to have a handgun at all in New York State, you have to possess a license. Uh, licenses come in different forms with different conditions associated with them. Some licenses may permit the handgun owner only to use the handgun for hunting, uh, others for target practice, or for limited business use depending on the nature of your business. But New York is a state that does not recognize reciprocity from any other state. And in fact, New York City has its own uh, licensure requirements and does not recognize even a New York State handgun license. Unlike Texas, which I believe is a shall-issue state when it comes to licenses, New York is a may-issue state, meaning that an applicant for a handgun permit must show proper cause exists for them to have that license. Uh, interestingly though, New York is silent uh, on a couple of other aspects of handgun use, such as open carry. It also does not have any laws specifically addressing employment-related gun laws. We'll get to that in a second. So what you're telling me is to even own or possess a gun in the state of New York or the city of New York, I would have to have a permit. That's correct. To own or possess a handgun in the state or city of New York, you would need a permit. And again, to have one in the five boroughs of New York City, you'd have to have a permit issued by New York City. The New York State permit would not be enough. 
And you said there's no reciprocity. So if I, as a Texan, if I had a concealed carry license from Texas and I walked into New York with a gun, what would happen to me? Forget about it. That's not going to work. Not going to work. Okay. So don't go to, don't, don't take a gun to New York. Got it. All right. Well, so that's uh, kind of the scene as far as uh, generally speaking, gun laws in Texas versus New York. Um, Texas obviously takes a much more, uh, I'll dare say use the word liberal view when it comes to gun ownership and, and New York takes the more restrictive view by very closely regulating the ownership and possession of guns. So what does that mean for carrying that forward to employer policies when it comes to uh, possession and carrying of guns by employees? I'll just premise this by saying that interestingly, even though these two states come at it from radically different perspectives, they come to largely the same answer at the end of the day on this topic. And I'll start with Texas. Texas Labor Code 52.061 says that employees have the right to store lawfully possessed firearms and ammunition in their locked personal vehicles while the vehicle is parked in an employer-provided parking lot. Now I'm gonna draw out a couple of things there first. So it, it has to do with lawfully possessed firearms. So obviously if you are a felon or someone else who is um, not allowed to own or possess a gun, then you obviously don't meet that requirement. The vehicle in question must be the employee's personal vehicle. So that means not a company vehicle, for example, and the, the vehicle must be locked. So an employee would obviously be in violation if the vehicle was unlocked and it only applies when the vehicle is parked in the employer provided parking lot. Now, except for that one law, Texas has no other laws regarding employer policies when it comes to regulating guns. That might surprise some people given like we just talked about in Texas uh, view on gun, gun ownership generally. So what that means is that according to the Texas Workforce Commission, employers can implement policies that limit guns in pretty much any other way, such as possessing employees, possessing a gun on the premises outside of the personal locked vehicle. Uh, certainly while the uh, employee is on company business off premises, off company property, while the employee is within a company provided vehicle, and even while the employee is using their personal vehicle for company business. And we'll get to that a little more uh, in, in a second. And then the other important piece to understand is when it comes to, uh, just hit on this for a second, which is when it comes to prohibiting gun possession by the public, not just employees, but by third parties, Companies must, can do so, but they must post a sign uh, in, a, in a visible entrance to all visible entrances using verbatim language from the statute that, that prohibits the possession of guns on the premises. And if anyone, the third party violates that restriction, then depending on where you are in the state, it could either be a class A misdemeanor or a felony. So we have a lot of leeway there, but you must post the sign. Matt, what does New York say about employer policies on guns. Yeah, so believe it or not, New York and Texas, for the most part, align on this particular issue. 
New York does not have any specific laws that would address or restrict an employer from prohibiting an employee's possession uh, of a gun or firearm on premises. Uh, the one difference would be, as you noted, the ability to possess a firearm in an employer parking lot. Texas is going to be a little bit different there than New York, but otherwise they're aligned and they allow employers to essentially prohibit whatever they want with respect to guns on property or uh, an employee's use of a gun in connection with their employment. And as far as the parking lot issue goes, is there a specific New York statute on that? There is not. Okay. Well, getting to our recommendations on specific policies, the Texas Workforce Commission guidance says that employers may institute policies barring guns by employees so long as it does not violate uh, Texas Labor Code 52.061, like we discussed, which is employees being allowed to store lawfully possess guns in, in a locked personal vehicle while it's parked in the parking lot. So what a lot of employers do is implement policies that restrict employees from owning guns, or excuse me, possessing guns in any other circumstance. And what this could be important is, uh, and I've seen this personally with a client, is when an employee is operating their personal vehicle on company business, they have a gun in the car and an incident, God forbid, occurs. And this actually happened to a client recently where there was an incident of road rage and the employee pulled out their gun and uh, discharged it on, a, on another motorist on, on the road. And in that obvious circumstance, because the employee was on company business, there could be potential legal liability. And it would be important in that, in that, in that circumstance for the employer to have a policy in place that, that would have restricted the employee from having that gun in their possession while on company business to try to prevent incidents like that. Now, with that said, there's an obvious employer-employee relations issue here when it comes to restricting guns. Theoretically, because gun ownership is not a protected class, an employer could do just about anything. When it comes to uh, guns, an employer in Texas could even say that uh, we do not hire anyone who owns a gun if, if, if they saw fit to do that. Now, of course, with gun ownership being so prolific in Texas, that would exclude a large portion of the workforce, but um, it's theoretically possible. But then again, from a employee relations perspective and certainly a pub public relations perspective, that's not recommended. And the Texas Workforce Commission even says that in its guidance, that it's not recommended to implement policies like that that might create a, an employee relations or public relations issue. Now, uh, Matt, in New York, is it pretty much the same answer when it comes to employer policies, or what do you think? I think in New York, you'd see the same with a lot of uh, employers implementing policies that would prohibit uh, gun or firearm use. But the difference is you don't deal with the same employee or public relations issues because the New York state laws themselves are so strict. It really moots the issue and makes it a non-issue with respect to 99% of all employees because it is just so difficult to 
have a permit to carry a handgun in New York. So besides the fact that there's you know notably less need for a policy like that, there's certainly no reason not to have it. There's no risk in, in, in having the policy just to be safe or uptick in, in active shooter incidents. It, it, there's no law restricting employers from having that policy in place. Is that right? That's correct, Colin. And, and as is the case with most policies, they're implemented from the perspective of taking a prudent approach. And that would be the same in New York as it would be here in Texas. Well, like we said at the beginning of the podcast, we were going to talk about two states, Texas and New York, that come from radically different perspectives when it comes to guns, but largely come to the same answer when it comes to employer policies on guns. And um, the bottom line is that employers in both states uh, may and um, probably should have policies in place that restrict the possession of guns by employees in certain circumstances. Now, as always, um, if you need help on gun or dangerous weapon policies in your company, uh, in Texas, New York, or anywhere else, feel free to reach out to me or Matt or, or your friendly Ogletree attorney in the nearby office, and we'd be happy to help. With that, we thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.